The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, friends. I'm your host, Chris Thrill. I'm a former Royal Marines commando. I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. The house won't paint itself. That means you've got to start running. I decided two months ago I'd do a 100 mile run. Why not tag a 10 mile swim and a 450 mile bike ride to it and make it a quadruple Ironman, right? So I've had two months to train and I'm not excessively fit and I'm not superhuman. It's not because I'm a superman. But if you go on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Chris Rule, I talk about the life rules that I've built up by rather than avoiding and shunning adversity, I've embraced it over the years and I've turned every negative into a positive. And as I always say, you get one life. And if you live it right, one is enough. Hello friends. Welcome to my quadruple Ironman podcast. Just a bit informal. At some point I'd like to actually do a kind of proper podcast format and and, and talk about uh, what it's like to do for Ironmen with someone who's maybe a bit knowledgeable about uh, this, this kind of thing. But uh, for the time being, it's just me on my lonesome and my globe. There's my globe. Uh, I always have a globe in the house. Read my book, 40 Nights, storing my recovery from crystal meth addiction. You'll know why. But seriously, it's a beautiful planet. It's really nice looking at that thing, knowing that um, knowing that I've travelled quite a lot of it. All seven continents, at least. So I've written down some questions. So I'm going to pretend to interview myself. What made you... Do a quadruple Ironman, Chris. Well, it's, that's really fascinating that you ask, Chris. Um, because it's probably lots of reasons. The main thing was I wanted to do something to mark my 50th birthday. And I wanted to, you know, it's part not because like I'm a knob that has to tell other people how to live their lives. Nothing like that. But obviously I'm getting into public speaking I'm trying to do more of the YouTube stuff and, and, and obviously the professionalism will 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 sort of come there. 
But I thought, you know, why not do something not only to mark my 50th birthday that I will enjoy and get something out of, but do something a bit different to just, you know, having a big party abroad somewhere or whatever it is people do. I mean, I'm going to do that as well, right? Or I've done that now. But what about running 100 miles just to show myself and other people that at 50 years old, you have, your life hasn't even begun, you know? And if you're fueling yourself right with an alkaline diet, like you've got so many more years to come. And I know always talk about this, but loads of my mates are dead already. Heart, heart attacks, cancer. And I just, I feel fortunate that I'm in a place where I know how the human body works. Because the the food companies, the medical companies, the doctors, the hot they're never gonna tell you because cancer is a massive business, right? So getting slightly off track, but like I wanna be a fifty year old that runs a hundred mile for his birthday and goes, Puh. Well, off the back of that I thought, well hang on, if I if I do a hundred mile run a friend of mine, Nathan Newton, you can Google him or Facebook him. Very, very nice man. Very inspirational. I think he's about 10 years younger than me. But he did a he did a triple Ironman and he won it, right? It was a proper organized event. So I thought, you know, he did it in something crazy like 52 hours. Now, I'm an old boy. Why don't I do four Ironmen and let's give myself a week? You know, they say you should do one Ironman every 10 years because it takes so much out your body and you should train for it's like the culmination of a lifetime of training. Right. Well, I thought, let's just do it. Let's just do four Ironmen. And I'm not stupid. I don't just make random things like let's run the length of the country. Let's just do it. I mean, you've got to make a calculated kind of estimate of where you sit in this kind of thing, right? So I know I can run 100 miles just because that's just to keep putting one foot in front of the other. I ran 76 miles is the furthest I've ever run. And I did that in about 18 hours. So I figured in 24 hours with a 30-hour cutoff time, I could do the 100. That, that I wasn't worried about that. Plus, as you know, I ran 1,000 miles the length of Britain last year. I thought, so let's break this down then. So what do we start with a swim, don't we? Well, I've purposely been slowly training myself to swim for the last three years. I never knew how to do front crawl properly. And it it was something I wanted to do because on the back burner in my mind, you know, I talk about this a lot. One of my dreams is to do an Ironman, a, a proper Ironman, as in like the company called Ironman that do these these mammoth races, you know, so I, I it's not going to, it's not going to present itself to me. So I've got to start swimming, right? So I took myself to my pool. I had one lesson. The guy went, yeah, you know what to do. Kind of didn't really help. But, you know, I went on YouTube. Before long, I, I'd gone from only being able to swim 25 meters and being <sighs> out of breath, my legs sinking, my body all over the place to you know swimming quarter of a mile and then half a mile and then one day I, I swam a mile and then one day I just thought well why not not 
keep stopping. Let's just keep going. And I swam three miles. You know, it's, um, so for off the back at three miles, if you can swim three miles, well, then you can swim 9.6 for a quadruple Ironman, right? And it's just to keep going. Um, I did consider doing the swim in the ocean. And you've probably heard me say that threw up all kinds of health and safety issues and, and then I thought about doing it in the river. And, and again, the tide wasn't, the, the tidal system in the river Tamar wasn't right. So I figured if, you know, if I do it in an open air swimming pool, then I can just do it measured, right? You know, I can do a mile or two. If I stop, have some drink, you know, because each channel swimmers, they hydrate, right? And they can eat or drink these shakes or whatever or eat Mars bars. So I just figured like I'd have that kind of approach. team i hope you can hear me we are down here at the sensational lido pool yeah so official kind of kickoff thingy me bob whatever at 10 just i just want to get in the water for the minute and start getting some distance done i've got a uh, david goggins book to listen to on my my underwater headphones so as david goggins says you can't hurt me <laughs> Today is a good day. So yeah, you're going to chip away at it and you'll make 9.6 miles. And then it's uh, the bike. Well, I'm probably a bit ignorant here or arrogant, not intentionally, but I, I just think like anyone can sit on a bike. And if you can do 10 meters down the road, well, you can do 20. If you can do 20, you can do 40. And that was kind of my approach i bought a really nice bike i kind of splashed out i was hoping to get a bit of sponsorship maybe to help me pay for it i think i got a little bit and i got a really nice bike and i tell you what it makes cycling go from hard to really fun i mean really enjoyable like you want to be on that bike all the time just pedaling and and seeing the countryside it really helped giant propel disc you want to Google it? I'll try and put a picture in. You know, some really nice on that bike. And I went out and I I I did a massive, huge, enormous, groundbreaking training run. I cycled for three and a half hours, and I didn't stop. Well, I maybe two toilet breaks and a few drinks, like water drinks i mean no seriously i i cycled 50 miles that was my that was all the training i did for quadruple Ironman. i cycled 50 miles on a bike i could see i could do it in three and a half hours logic would tell you seven hours you can do 100 miles and i had four days to do 450 miles or four and a half days something like that so yeah yeah not gonna be easy but yeah i reckon i can do that you know well, I mean, I think I can do it. Like if someone had a gun to my head, I'm probably going to do it right. And then it's the 100 mile run. Now, all this sounded OK. The problem was I've got torn meniscus in both knees, not a sports related injury. I did it mucking around on a stag do in Israel, doing Krav Maga with my uh, good buddy, the poet, poet S.P. Howarth, right? 
who's also a ninja. And he pushed me back unintentionally and it ripped both the meniscuses in my knee, menisci. And I've been having physio ever since. And I have to do as well as my back, which you know is crumpled. I've got an SI joint, which is your hip, where your hip flexes in the middle. That is uh, busted and that's hitting a nerve. So I've got back problems. I've got the meniscus problems. I've got a clicking ankle. I've got brain damage from um, all the medication I took when when I slipped the disc in my back and I had to have uh, four spinal procedures, right? And so this was an issue before a quadruple Ironman. People don't enter races with injuries. They just don't. Go on any runner's Facebook site and people pull out of races because of injuries. They do. They go, I got to you know, 99.9 miles of my 100 miler and my knee twinge. So I had to stop. It's like, this is, you know, people take this stuff seriously. And, and I just think, yeah, great. But when we were hunter gatherers and we lived in caves and we had animals chasing us, you didn't have that luxury, right? You had to get on, you had to get your food, you had to make it to the next hunting ground or feeding ground. You didn't have the luxury going, oh, I've got to, Got a dodgy meniscus, dude. I'm just gonna you go and get me a blooming triceratops today. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just pick a bit. You know. So what I'm trying to say is, I had a lot of injury going into this, and then it becomes a different animal from just a reasonably fit guy who's only run three miles and four miles training for this, right? I ran three miles one day, I'd run four miles the next, have a day off, run three miles, run four miles. I did that for eight weeks. So no, I didn't run 100 miles. I didn't run 50 miles. I didn't do marathons, none, none of that stuff. Just did little park run, you know, runs in my local park, made sure to get a nice hill in. So that 50 mile cycle, I'd set the bike up wrong. I know nothing about bikes, you know. I do know it's an incredible sport. There's so much to it. Your position, getting the the uh, aero bars on the bike, which I like because you can relax, like you see them do in the in the Kona Triathlon. You know the the proper Ironmen. They've got these bars that you can. They make you more aerodynamic. But I like them because you can relax down on them, right? So I went out on that bike. I had the seat too high, and I tore all of my hip flexors that's the bit if that's like say your hip it's the bit in the front of your hip very painful it feels like a massive groin groin strain right and i did that a week before my quadruple iron man when i googled how long does it take to get better not good takes 14 days and again, all the experts saying three months off exercise, blah, 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 blah. And like, you can't take these people seriously. Or you, I don't think you'd ever leave the house. I don't think you'd get out of bed in the morning, right? So I still had significant pain when I, when I went about it. And that was, that was, uh, that's my question number two to myself, by the way. Was it hard to prepare? I kind of covered that. Yeah, that was the hard bit. It was like, I don't mind failing through life. That is fine. That's how you learn. You know, you're never going to learn unless you muck things up. It's just the way, right? Failure 
children is good. Fail all your exams. It doesn't matter. You, 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 you're not going to spontaneously combust, right? You just learn by it and move on. But as a professional that I wanted to, I, I wanted more than one string to my bow, which is to my in, ultra endurance bow, which was running the length of the UK. Okay. That was a good thing to go and speak about in speeches, you know, talking to companies, motivating staff, that kind of thing. But like, I wanted something to back that up. So why not do four Ironmen, quadruple Ironman? Yeah, that, that all sounded good. But to that end, I don't also want to be the guy that thought he could do four Ironmen and then failed spectacularly or failed 10 meters from the end, whatever. It's not that I care what people think at all. Well, I guess we do to a, to a certain extent, I'm, I'm, but I'm kind of like old enough not to worry about that stuff. It's more that like you want to go out as a professional and just nail it isn't it? That's it. You don't want to go out and nail it. You don't want to be like, yeah, we're going to try again next year. Not, not when your livelihood or your potential livelihood rests on it and, and the future of your family, you want to go out and nail it. And that did cause me a lot of anxiety that I had to work on using my rules and my techniques, you know, focus in the now, no one's going to kill you or make you pregnant, you know, you you wish, but it's not going to happen, sorry, you know, don't overthink things, you've only got your control, what is the worst that could happen, you know, the worst is you go, okay guys, we're going to try this again next year, you know, it's not a bad worst, is it, it's not like you're going to die of malnutrition in the, in the dirt in Sudan or something, is it, you know, it's not, a, it's not the worst, so, but still, like I wanted to avoid it if if at all possible, right? So, so yeah, that was that was kind of pressing, and that's where you've got to have a good partner. You know, if you're in an unhappy relationship, just get out of it. I'm not trying to be negative. If you've tried to make it work and it clearly isn't working, it's gonna drag your life down. My gorgeous Jenny, she will love me if I'm lying in the gutter with a bottle in my hand or whether I'm on stars in their eyes as a bloody, you know what I'm trying to say, you know, the next Messiah. And I've definitely been like on, on those positions while I've, while I've known, you know, on some way to those positions while I've known her. And she loves me. And she supports me in everything I do. She believes me. She just, she'll look at me and Chris, you'll do it. It's the same with Baz Gray, my Royal Marines uh, regimental sergeant major friend. Just said, Chris, you've done it before. Just go and do it. And, and this is, these are the people you need around you. You can't be in that negative circle because it only goes down. And you can't resurface and find out who you are and find out what you love and what you're good at and realize life is utterly amazing when you've got the right people around you, you know? So Jenny was very supportive. She's like, bah. she let me spend £3,000 that we haven't really got on a bike um, because she knows this will make me happy to, to do this challenge, you know? So, uh, yes, was it hard to prepare? Harder than the thousand mile John O'Groats run, let's put it that way. You know, 
it not many people will try a quadruple Ironman distance triathlon with eight weeks training. It just doesn't happen. But my mind is always looking for those ways to make things work right and show people what you think is impossible is indeed achievable. Um, Chris, was the quadruple Ironman hard? Chris, that is a really, really good, really, 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 really good question, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Really good question. Um, so, yeah, was it hard? No. Getting in the water at Plymouth Lidopool and finding out it was freezing, that was a moment of like, oh my God, doom. For a split second, I had the press, you know, the press are going to come and interview me at some point. I've got people come down to watch me. And I realized it, it was too cold, just too cold. That was quite hard. But we pushed out four miles. We did the other half in the indoor pool. It worked out fine, you know. It's for charity. It's not. I'm not trying to be Tarzan, right? It's for charity. We achieved our aim, um, but that was that wasn't a nice moment. I had all my wetsuit. I had gloves, hood, blah blah blah, and it was like, oh my god, oh shit, just too cold. It's just too long in the year. In the summer, I was in there swimming all day long, no problem. Didn't even need a wetsuit. It's fine. But my skinniness, ah, that proved a problem. So we got over that. The cycle was fine. My hip flexor didn't bother me. My knees were fine. My injuries were okay. Do you want to know something amazing? I'm going to tell you. The amazing thing was I could touch my toes for the first time in my life after cycling 450 miles. I'm 50 years old. I've never been able to touch my toes. I've never touched them. It's always been like, hi. I own you, but, you know, had no control over them. After that cycle, I just go like that and just touch, not just touch them, but do that thing where you tuck your fingers in under the ends like all the show-offs do at the gym. That was amazing, right? But the cycle, no, not too bad. I got myself to some nice places, some nice little cycles that were, that just suited the bike. They suited me. Lovely environment, all out in the nature on Dartmoor. You know, obviously I wasn't going to be looking for hills. That would have just been made everything harder. I had to really make this work for me, find the nice flat spots. And I and I really did. Round Burrito Wet Reservoir was amazing. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, my, my friend Paul Allen, who came out to support me. Uh, Matty Elliott, who came out to film. Pete Devlin, who came out to, to, to support Matty and me. Yeah, enjoyable, you know. Even had all like the right gear and I've never had cycling gear in my, my whole life. So that was good. Then it was like hop in the car, drive to Nottingham, do the 100 mile race. And yeah, you know, um, what can I say that I haven't said in my other videos? If you if you want to find out more about it, I this is a series of videos, right? And I've, I've done one specifically on running 100 miles. I had no qualms at all. As I always say, 
finish before you start. So I've already finished this race. That that wasn't the issue. Um, I just got to go and run it. And was I bothered about it? No, I was really looking forward to it. I absolutely had no doubt I could run 100. Absolutely no doubt. It, it was It was almost like a bit of smug happiness that my Ironman has come true because all I've got to do is run 100 miles. No one can stop me now, right? You know, I will be honest, though, and say I never expected it to be so hard. I never expected that the state of exhaustion I was in. And here's the crazy thing. Mo, well, almost a third, definitely over a quarter of the people dropped out. And they they did so before halfway through it. And none of them had done like a quadruple Ironman like me, right? I'm not saying I'm brilliant. I'm probably a bit stupid in that respect, right? But what I'm saying is, is like they were dropping out of just running 100 miles, which I, which is shows you that it's, yeah, I guess it's a hard, tough distance, but surely it's, I mean, unless you physically like broken your leg or something, like it's mental, right? People give up in their minds. There was one guy said, why are you dropping out? He said, oh, well, I did it last year. Like, what the fuck? What stupid ass reasoning is that? You did it last year. Therefore, well, it, I, I just, that, that, it, it's just such a bad attitude. You know, it's, I don't mind people dropping out. of a, I couldn't give, that guy's probably happy as Larry, right? It's, that's not the issue. It's just the fact that that's not, that's so pathetic. Well, I did it last year. So I'm, I'm, I've run 50 miles. I'm just going to drop out now. It's just, ah, anyway, I'm I'm digressing. It's just humans are really funny. And some of their reasoning is just utterly wank. And you've got to stay away from that kind of thinking, you know, because if you're not, you just, you become this like version of you that you don't actually like own yourself. You just become this series of cliches and, and, memes and and crap that you've just seen other people say and other people do and like oh I can drop out this race because I did it last year what the what Ah. anyway so yeah it was a tough old race but you know you just got to hang into the finish haven't you my problem is my feet were hurting so bad the actual physical side, my my knees started were really dodgy the next day. I started to feel like that stereotypical old marine that always has problems with his knees. They really were. I don't know what it, it was, meniscus or whatever. Um, but my left knee, which I'd never had a problem with, was really, there were some pains in it, right? But it was my feet that hurt the most. It was like someone had put nails up into the bottom of my shoes. It was that painful. I had to keep stopping and massaging them and trying to run on different parts of my feet. And remember at the end, we were hammering it down this canal bank, me and this other lad, you know. And he's young. He's 10 years younger than me. And he is dying. I mean, I was dying by this time, but like he's 10 years younger and he hasn't done a quadruple Ironman. He's just, just trying to get this race done. And we ran across these fields. The sun was scorching. 
scorching by this time, so dehydrated, couldn't just couldn't stop drinking from my water bladder, right? And and then the trail just got lost. And I looked at my tracker and I've done 107 miles. I've done seven miles looking for this bloody trail. That's how bad it was marked. Seven extra miles when 100 miles, that's quite a lot to run, you know. And uh, I'm just running and finally, like, like this, this lad caught up with me again. And we just put our arms around each other and said, come on, let's, let's just get to the finish, you know. And yeah, that was it. Um, Chris has got me another question. Uh, Chris, um, summarise. Great idea, Chris. Thank you. Um, right, to summarise, it's all good, folks, you know. I'm a 50-year-old that can, you know, I feel pretty much in control of my mind. I'm I'm a happy soul. I've got a good angle on death, which I think at my age is, you know, lots of people popping their clogs around me. It's quite a good thing to have. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't massively, like, get me down. Like, it, it seems to really affect other people badly. When you think it's the one thing... It's like pretty much the only thing guaranteed to happen to you and me and everybody we know. Like, I'd suggest that means getting a better handle on it and making it a positive experience rather than a negative. I'm just saying that, you know. So, yeah, I feel quite good at this time of my life. I feel happy to have done a quadruple R, man. I got another string to my talking bow now, right? Um I used all my psychology, all the things I talk about, my, my kind of rules. I don't like the word rules. So some if someone can think of something better, please theme maybe, themes for life, you know, put it in the comments. But yeah, I feel like I, you know, I can plan, I can dream, I can set a goal and then I can achieve it. Um, I, I really like the way it seems to help other people. Um, I... I'm happy that I've got into a sport that I never really like. A, it's not like I didn't think I would, because obviously I've always dreamt that I would. But there's that kind of thing, like, I'm not a triathlete. I'm not a cyclist. I've never. And it's like, well, kind of like now I'm all those things, albeit really amateur. And that's fine by me. You know, I'm I'm, it's just so nice to have had a go. I got a lovely bike down there in the, in the garage now that I look forward to going out on. I'm a bit fitter. and. Um, and, and it's nice, you know, 50 year old and I can still like, I know 50 year old people that think sport is something that you should give up when you're in your twenties. I honestly do. I've had them tell me, Chris, you've got to stop all that stuff. It's like, really? Can you say that? I'm serious. Like I meet a lot of my old Marine buddies. Ooh, they are, they are portly is the word, right? And bold. Um, portly and bold. That's what you got to look forward to, kids. You stop running. So, yeah, overall, good. Really good. You know, nice to know that my next challenge, I'm just going to relax a bit and not rush into something extreme. I'm maybe going to do a sponsored fast or something. Something a bit more gentle. We'll see. Thank you, team. I'm doing a quadruple Ironman distance triathlon. So that's a 9.6 mile swim, which has been 
done and I'm halfway through a 450 mile cycle ride on Saturday which is the day after tomorrow I will drive up to Nottingham for a 100 mile foot race I hope to uh, or I'll uh, finish that in under 24 hours as I'm always saying uh, some of our veterans are going through a lot worse challenges and and that those people that know me know I've been through them myself so I'm not going to be complaining I'm just going to be uh, getting this job done friends thank you for listening to the bought the t-shirt podcast please like subscribe and share and don't forget to follow me on social media username Chris Thrall Instagram Chris Thank you.